Hi, good morning, everyone. Happy uh, first day of the week towards the Sabbath, which is how we say it. Um, till Sabbath rise, We're supposed to have a, a Sabbath in mind through the week. And um, I clean one thing a day in honor of Shabbos. And if you're out the store, buy one thing, at least in the honor of Sabbath every day, every time you're out, get one thing in the honor of the Sabbath. Uh, whether it's candles or some good food you're going to have, um, something to clean the house with for the Shabbos, just say L'chavit Shabbos Kodesh. So, uh, and L'chavit Ere Shabbos. L'chavit Ere Shabbos for L'chavit Shabbos Kodesh. Okay, well, I did my morning brachos this morning, and then uh, I tried to get into a little routine of exercise again because that's the way the Rambam says to do it. He says to uh, exercise in the morning till you sweat, uh, which I didn't manage to do this morning, but that's the way we're supposed to do it. Exercise till you sweat, then take a shower in all different temperatures, um, you know, from steaming hot to hot to warm to cool to cold, uh, etc. Um, freezing, okay, spend a minute in each temperature except for the very hottest that you want to wash up with and then the rest you just want to stand under then when there's a weather change you can't get sick because your body's already used to different temperatures that's the way it goes well you may as well go through a quick rundown of the rambam diet okay i know a whole book's been written about it but when i learned it uh, about 35 years ago i learned it was only a couple pages and um, the Rambam's book, the Book of Knowledge, I think uh, he makes it pretty simple. You have uh, two basic meals a day. One's like brunch in between breakfast and lunch. One's liner in between um, lunch and dinner. Um, that's a word I made up, but it sounds right. In between lunch and dinner is liner. Okay, so you have a plate um, for the morning breakfast divided into four and you put your um, Hadama, Mazonos, um, Shahakal, and um, the last is Ha'etz. Uh, if you want to wash, it's a mitzvah to wash. Rabbi Nachman of says wash in the morning uh, for the bread. You take the cup and you wash one, two, three, one, two, three. Some people do one, two, one, two uh, on each hand, and you make the blessing. Uh, for washing the hands, which we're going to say, I'll say again, uh, the morning blessings, but not with Hashem's name. By the way, you're not supposed to say uh, the brachos with Hashem's name if you have not washed, or um, if uh, you are not, uh, uh, if you're one of the seven Noahides and you want to say the blessings, you should not use uh, Hashem's name unless you have intention of converting. But in any case, anybody saying the blessing should say, um, should say Hashem um, Elokeinu uh, if you have not uh, washed uh, up first um, and you're not clean. And the Torah Anthology says every parent has to tell a child they must uh, wash with water when they're done uh, using the toilet. You have to wash up with water. And a Rebbitzin said, soap also, water and soap. How do you do this when you go out? Well, you could have baby wipes with you, or you could 
and or like they do in India, you know, the mud hut kids are up in the morning and you see everybody carrying their cans, um, hundreds of children walking to carry their cans to go use the facilities outside. So they're good with uh, washing up right after using a bathroom with water, with a can of water. Uh, this is what we're supposed to do. In India, they have advanced toilets. Maybe they have them here, too. I don't know, with the water spray in the back of the toilet. So when you're done, you just turn on the water spray. But uh, we don't have to be so lazy. You know, you could take a cup or container. And when you're out, you could have your container with you, like an empty um, mouthwash container. Uh, you can have one with, uh, you know, I think it's good to have two. You know, you, you take two and you'd have one, you fill up with uh, soap in the public bathroom, soap and water and the other with water. And uh, this is a good way to train kids. And um, this is a good way to uh, say your prayers and holiness uh, when you're clean. Okay, so anyhow, back to the Rambam diet. Um you know, you want to make your blessings in order, but uh, first, that's why it's also good to wash, because if you're washing and you make hamotzi, you say the anatila shadayim blessing and then the hamotzi for the bread, then it covers all the food, and then you bench afterwards, and Rabbi Nachman de Brezzo says this makes a, um, a blessing for mercy for the day when you wash in the morning, um, so it's a good thing to do. But if you're not doing that and you want to have the separate foods, in any case, the order to eat them, the Rambam says that you eat the vegetables first and then the grains and then the proteins and then the fruit. And the drink should be water, three-fourths of a cup of water and a fourth a cup of wine um, or grape juice. Okay, and that should be for the morning, and that should be for your brunch and for your liner, but liner's plate should be smaller. Then you having a snack in between, you take some cucumbers or something uh, that you know uh, the Rambam approves of, okay? A fruit, a vegetable, a yogurt, a handful of nuts or raisins, and that's that. And don't eat three hours before you go to sleep, and... Uh, uh, basically, that's it. If you exercise in the morning, your metabolism uh, speeds up and it cures depression and it helps you get things done. So it's good to do it that way. Any case, uh, there's a small davening in the morning for little children and then there's a little bit of a, a bigger uh, one for a little bit of the bigger kids and for the people that are just beginning. Uh, so let's do that. Here we go. I offer thanks to you, living and eternal King, for you have mercifully restored my soul within me. Your faithfulness is great. Blessed are you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, has sanctified us with his commandments, commandments concerning the washing of the hands. The Torah which Moshe commanded us is the heritage of the congregation of Yaakov. Um, God, faithful King, hear, O oh, Israel, Hashem is our God, Hashem is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of his kingdom forever and ever. You shall love Hashem your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words which I command you today shall be upon your heart. You shall teach them thoroughly to your children. You shall speak of them when you sit in the house, when you walk on the road, when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign upon your hand, and they shall be for a reminder between your eyes. You shall write them upon the doorpost of your house and upon your gates. Okay, that's the kitty davening. Now, what does it mean, love Hashem with all your heart? We have 
um, a Yetzir Tov and a Yetzir and the Yetzir tries to take us away from doing mitzvahs. It tries to pull us towards Averos, towards sin, and that's its job. And the Yetzir Tov does the opposite. The Yetzir Tov is the godly spark in us that's saying, okay, just do the good thing and aim for the highest thing. Now, um, what is hell? Hell, the Rebbe says, is wasted potential in this world and the next. Any pain that we feel and any tikkun that we're making um, is from lost potential. So what we want to do is work towards our uh, highest potential. And uh, people get depressed when they can't reach to the very top. But if you can't reach to the very top, uh, you at least keep aiming for your highest potential and know that you're going to uh, fall back a bit. But uh, just don't get discouraged about it. If you keep aiming, you keep writing a page a day in your diary and aiming up, you will meet with uh, satisfaction. You won't have to uh, suffer uh, depression. Okay. Um, so use the Yetzirah to uh, help you with your uh, Yetzir Tov. Okay. The rabbis say if you have a hard time getting up in the morning and you want to get up to Davin. Um, so you just imagine you're going to a fun place that you really want to go to and you imagine that you get yourself ready for it and then you're up for your prayers. Okay, um, if you're not motivated to pray and you want to get yourself motivated, that's one way. So um, you use uh, this uh, Yetzirah to help you in your efforts. And all the rabbis' uh, lectures will tell you that this is the way to serve Hashem um, the best possible way. With all your soul, we're supposed to give our life for, and imagine ourselves also giving our life for uh, the three sins that we're not supposed to do that we should give our life for, which is uh, bloodshed, murder. Um, it's also Lush and Hara, which I guess we would be dying all the time. Um, so we should just uh, really concentrate on that. Uh, bloodshed and uh, adultery and idol worship. Um, the, the sin of idol worship, uh, if you imagine yourself worshiping idols, you it's like you've done the deed and you get cut off in, uh, in the next world. So don't imagine worshiping idols. And uh, if you want to imagine killing somebody or you want to imagine uh, committing adultery, well, um, that's not a complete service to God. Uh, but uh, you're not going to get cut off unless it comes to the action. Nevertheless, don't do it because you can't be close to Hashem that way. Okay, love Hashem with all your might. Might means money means you take out 10% for tzedakah first and you give it where it has to go for tzedakah to uh, charity organizations, uh, people learning Torah that are keeping the world intact with uh, spiritual um, learning. Uh, they're keeping the world intact. If you want to donate to yeshivas, that's good. And if you want to donate to uh, people that need their uh, physical needs met, uh, orphans and Rabbi Mayor Balanese, the um, it's a charity organization in Israel, but they also have locations for him in New York, etc. Um, for 
uh, giving to children that are orphans for their basic necessities. Okay, and there's other worthy organizations. Put aside 10% and uh, try to put that penny in the pushka every day. If you're trying to find your match, your other half, put 18 cents in the pushka every day and you'll find your true match. Say some prayers with it. Okay, love Hashem with all your might, money. Okay, so put put down on a piece of paper uh, what you want to buy and uh, think the other half, why you're getting it. Always have in mind that uh, you're doing things Kiddush Hashem. You, you want to aim to do it for a loftier purpose because this is what helps our soul. Okay, in the book, The Hasidic Approach to Joy by Rabbi Shlomo Majeski, um, basically he says everything that's happening is good because it comes from God and God is all good. It also is happening from a result of our thoughts, speech, and deeds. Um, it's not happening from anybody else. Everybody is a messenger of God. This person, that person, this animal, this thing, this event. It's not um, those things. It's really those are messengers from God. So just picture your relationship alone with God. Meditate a bit on God being alone before the world was created and he created everything. The same exact God that did that is right next to us making everything happen. Rabbi Lazar Brody says that um, Rabbi um, Lazaroff um, also says that if Hashem will take our your um, mind, our mind off of uh what we need to do we could not uh, accomplish it um, everything is uh, because Hashem is helping us do it and if Hashem takes his mind off of anything then it would disappear so things are only existing because God is letting it exist so uh, knowing that um, we can feel our purpose and that God wants us to be alive and accomplishing and that we can believe ourselves also heard, I think it was Rabbi Alan Anava that said that every three seconds we're recreated, um, like Hashem recreates the the world every three seconds, and also we have the potential to rebuild ourselves every three seconds. So, um, okay, love Hashem with all your might. Use your uh, money for mitzvahs, um, for yourself, for others. Uh, the rabbi's advice is to... Uh, take what you absolutely need for yourself, but if you absolutely don't need it, let's say you're you're walking into a restaurant, you're going to get yourself something to eat, you know you got extra money to buy some uh, nice shirts you needed, but really, you don't really need those shirts. You got shirts, but you just want them. And you see some people that are poor and they're holding out their hand for money or they're saying, please buy me some food. So what are you going to do? Take that money for the shirts you wanted or give it to those people? The nachas you get in the next world, in the spiritual world, which is not physical and material, and your life is replayed back to you and you live your whole life over, you're going to get pleasure when you uh, go through these motions again, giving the money over to the poor people that need it rather than getting something that you really don't need. Now, if it is something that you really do need and you're going to fall up pieces without it, so I guess, uh, you know, you got to take care of yourself. And then um, make sure you're in a giving mode and you at least put a penny in the pushka every day. Get some um, pushkas in your house from uh, different charity organizations. Um, 
like uh, the Rebbe's shul in uh, 770, get some of the Rebbe pushkas and um, any place that you can uh, get a pushka for a worthy cause and have it in your place and make sure you give first thing in the morning. Um, I heard a story about a girl that traveled to see the Rebbe for a few hours on a plane and she was complaining about all of the different uh, people bothering her and irritating her and how she was so upset that she could hardly focus on her studies in college. And the Rebbe told her uh, to bring something to the table in the morning when she eats at the cafeteria, bring a pitcher of water or something over to uh, a person or the people. And then, uh, you know, she said, that's it. He said, yeah, that's it. So on the way back on the plane ride, she was thinking, Hey, he's trying to tell me, stop thinking about what you're getting from people. Think about what you're going to give to people. Uh, the mind can only focus on one thing at a time. So any unwarranted thoughts, just rid your mind of those unwarranted thoughts and uh, replace it with a better thought. Okay, if you're going to solutionize about a problem, then... Um, you could think about it, but it pays to do this on paper. Um, you take a piece of paper and you write on one side, challenge, and on the other side you write solution. So the Hasidic approach to joy says you could uh, find a solution to any challenge within a minute. Why do people take years and centuries to find a solution and sometimes they never do? Or they just drink their life away or... Um, you know, get caught up in other things that take them away from their goals that they're in their dreams. It's because people uh, don't realize it, but we're worshiping our egos. And uh, it's a form of I, idol worship. Okay, when people are like stuck in the past because the past they think is a part of them, um, you don't have to have your problems as part of you. You could get rid of them. You can make a new reality every three seconds. But psychologically, people don't think that this is possible because they think that they must be attached to their past. You don't have to be attached to your past. Um, Rabbit's at Adahan. She says in her books, um, she wrote like 12 books, and one of them I remember reading that she um, is a, a psychologist, so she has many uh, thousands of uh, patients and some of them just come for a straight 30 years saying the same problem. It could be even a small problem, but they can't get over it. If somebody didn't apologize to them for something or they uh, can't forget an incident that happened to them and they keep going through um, why it had to be to them and um, how it messed up their life and why are they stuck in it? They're stuck in it because they want the attention and they don't want to, you know, they think that it's a part of them, so they don't want to lose it. It doesn't have to be a part of you. You know, it's just a matter of a new habit that you have to create. Uh, the first three days of starting a new habit, it's difficult. Then Hashem gives you a push in the right direction. Um, and it's either 31 or 41 days it takes to um, establish a new habit. So it's secondhand. But basically, we're creatures of habit. And when the sages say that when you want to change something, so you have to um, work towards it, you know, at least do a little at a time. 
um, you know, just you keep track on paper. What am I doing to change um, what I want to change? My mother's a dietitian, and for the patients she used to have, the first thing she did was say, write down for three days in a row uh, what you're eating. And then she would tell them, okay, take everything you're eating at night and uh, eat it in the morning instead. And they would lose the weight that way just by shifting it to the morning because during the daytime you burn your metabolism twice as fast. At night, slows down half. So if you eat the same foods at night, you're going to put on the weight. If you put those same foods in the morning, but why would people want to do it in the morning um, as opposed to night? It's just a shift in habit. But if you could uh, do something like that with any uh, character trait you want to change or anything in your schedule you want to change, write down for a few days what is your uh, character. Write it down throughout the hours hours, what kind of character traits you're displaying uh, for yourself and for others. And then um, try to change like uh, in like the first hour of the day, how you're going to behave or how you're going to react and what exactly you're going to do. Let's say you don't want to give away any of your money. So uh, you write down that every day you're thinking about thoughts of how you could keep all your money to yourself and what you're going to get with your money. So you want to change this. So you're writing it down for three days and you see on paper what it's like to be you. So then you want to change it. So the first hour of the day, start being a giver in that hour. Say, I'm going to put a penny in the pushka. I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to do the dishes. I'm going to go out and uh, pick up some trash outside. Anyway, go to the opposite extreme just for an hour. Okay. And, uh, do, you could do that with your schedule also. You write your schedule down for three days and see what your habits are. And then you want to implement something different. So then you can know for three days what are your habits and what exactly you want to change or what hour you want to put it in. And then just focus on that. And then it's going to come into place. It's hard for people to let go of their egos. So this is the way that you could do it. It's going to be foul proof. Okay. Um, Let's start in this davening because if we don't, we won't get some basics in. Now I'm waiting for my son to call me from Israel. When the phone rings, I say I'll take the call. But for right now, let's do these morning blessings. Blessed to you, Hashem our God, King of the universe, has sanctified us with his commandments, commandments concerning the washing of the hands. Blessed to you, Hashem our God, King of the universe, has formed man of wisdom and created within him many openings and hollows. It is obviously known before the throne of your glory that if but one of them were to be open or one were to be blocked, it would be impossible to survive even for a short while. Blessed to you, Hashem, who heals all flesh and acts wondrously. My God, the soul which you have given within me is pure. You have created it, you have formed it, you have breathed it into me, you preserve it within me. You'll eventually take it from me and restore it within me in the time to come. So long as the soul is within me, I offer thanks to you, Hashem, my God, and God of my Father's master of all works, Hashem of all souls. Blessed to you, Hashem, who restores souls to dead bodies. Blessed to you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who gives the rooster understanding to distinguish between day and night. You give a heart understanding to distinguish between right and wrong. Blessed to you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who opens the eyes of the blind. You give us eyesight, prescription glasses, insight into how to resolve problems. All of our senses, limbs, and organs help us to serve you completely with them. 
Blessed to you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who releases the bound. Thank you for taking us out of Egypt, for taking innocent prisoners out of prison and out of jail, and Avram Avinu out of jail after uh, 10 years, and Yosef Tzadik out of prison for um, 12 years, Moshe Rabbeinu out of prison after 10 years, the Lubavitcher Rebbe's out of prison, and Rabbi Kiva and all of the uh, great uh, tzaddikim that were in prison for um, on false accusations. Thank you for getting us out of the house, for helping us to solve our problems, and for bringing Mashiach and ending all our problems. Blessed are you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who straightens the bent. You give us good posture and the ability to breathe, move, bend, stand, stretch, exercise, dance, swim, and everything. Um, thank you for giving us good and pure intentions, thoughts, prayers, speech, and deeds. Blessed are you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who clothes the naked. Thank you for giving us Shabbos clothes, Sneas clothes, weather-appropriate clothes, a good Jewish character through learning and applying, um, pajamas, bathing suits, all that stuff that we need. Blessed are you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who strengthens the weary, who gives strength to the weary. Hashem, you give us mental, emotional, psychological, physical, material, financial, and spiritual strength. Please help us to use our strength to um, help our souls to cleave to you and make a kiddush Hashem in private and public and intention, thought, prayer, speech, and deed. In every second of every minute, of every hour, of every day, of every week, of every month, of every year, in this lifetime, in this generation, please bring Mashiach Hashem and let it be as Mashiach is here from our good and pure intentions, thoughts, prayers, speech, and deeds. Purge us of hidden sin so that we could be clear of gross transgression. Let us yearn for purity, least you grow angry and our way be doomed. Do not send us to the seven chambers of hell in the next world. Send us to the seven chambers of heaven instead. Please let us make our tikkun with joy and in good health. And please heal all the sick. Uh, let's say some other personal prayers for the Jewish people now that, and the righteous people that all of them that are undergoing surgery today should have a successful surgery and a complete and immediate Rafua Shalema and all of the people um, should be healed um, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, physically, materially, financially, intellectually, socially for the service of Hashem. And may we have the wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, discernment, insight, clarity, peace of mind, love, all, and fear of Hashem that we need to do His will and the joy and enthusiasm. And may we be happy, healthy, holy, helpful, and humble. Humble, modest, and sneas, besimcha, and in good health. Uh, blessed are you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who spreads forth the earth above the waters. You give us land to walk on and drive on, and the wonders of creation on land. You made the world at sixth day and rested on the seventh. Please help us to have besimcha in these days and reflect on all that you have created. Blessed are you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who directs the steps of man. You help us to walk. You help make our schedule. You change our schedule according to our mission in life. You help us to breathe. Blessed to you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who's provided me with my every need. Um, Torah, the ability to do teshuva, which is the greatest, the ability to say I'm sorry and really mean it. Um, children and home appliances, clothes, food, nutrients, the sky, the land, the sea, and all that is in it. Blessed are you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who girds the people of Israel with might. You help us to keep our mitzvahs and teach the seven Noahide laws and um, see and gain wisdom from everyone and uh, give wisdom. Blessed are you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, crowns the people of Israel with glory. 
who help us to be a light to the nations by uh, learning and observing our commandments and teaching. Blessed are you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, has not made me a Gentile woman. You help me to keep the laws of Nina and um, and count the days correctly and go to the mikvah and uh, observe all the marriage laws. Okay, uh, this is uh, something that uh, a Jew has to do. You cannot say, uh, who has made me a Jew, unless you are following this, uh, you and your wife. You have to follow the rules, or, or else you cannot say, who has made me a Jew. That's why it's not worded that way. Uh, some sitters have it worded that way, but it's not supposed to be. Um, Hashem has made us a Jew by heritage, but not... Um, he, in our free choice, we have to decide on our own to keep the commandments, and then we're um, considered a complete Jew, uh, which is a Jew. And um, so it's worded to us, not maybe a Gentile. Gentiles not obligated to keep the rules. rules. They could get close to uh, God by keeping the seven Noahide laws. Blessed you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, has not made me a slave woman. Um, Okay, we become enslaved to our passions and desires and money and egos and all those things. And in order for each person to keep track of it and have a relationship with God, um, we have to um, remember that he took us out of Egypt in order to serve him and that he's waiting for us to um, talk to him. He is a God of feelings. Just like people have feelings, you know he created feelings. He has feelings. He wants us to um, talk to him. And uh, he's our father. He will answer us. Um, let's use his help and the help of uh, the merit of the sages to um, help us to accomplish what we need to in order not to be slaves. Blessed to you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who has made me in accordance with his will. Um, you give us ability to clean and organize and follow our intuition for what is good for our children. May God help all women with this. Um, please, men, listen to your women and respect her more than yourself. When she has an idea what to do about anything, just let her become that Aisha's Kyle, uh, that independent woman that can do everything by having faith in her. Blessed to you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who removes sleep from eyes and slumber from my eyelids and may be your will. I do know know and I'll have our fathers to custom us to study your turn to make us cleave to your commandments. Do not bring us into sin, nor into transgression or iniquity, nor into temptation or scorn. And may the evil inclination not have mastery over us. Keep us far from an evil person and an evil companion. Make us cleave to the good inclination, to good deeds, a compelling inclination to be subservient to you. Grant us this day and every day grace, kindness, and mercy in your eyes and in the eyes of all who behold us. And bestow bountiful kindness upon us. Bless you, I do know you bestows bountiful kindness upon his people Israel. May it be your will. I do know I will have my fathers to protect me this day and every day from insolent men and from impudence, from a wicked man, from an evil companion, from an evil neighbor, from an evil occurrence, from an evil eye, from a malicious tongue, from slander, from false testimony, from man's hate, from culminous charges, from unnatural deaths, from harsh diseases, and from misfortune, from the destructive adversary, and from harsh judgment, from an implacable opponent, whether or not he is a member of the covenant, and from the retribution of Gehenna. Okay, so... Uh, this has a one-line sentence and then a paragraph, another paragraph. Do not respond to main after the first sentence. After the first paragraph, some respond to main. Some wait until the second paragraph is said. But I heard two different opinions from two rabbis. 
Uh, first, all agree you don't say amen after the first second sentence, but some say after the second, uh, the first paragraph you say amen, and after the second paragraph you say amen, and some say only after you say both paragraphs you say amen. By the way, there's this book, Amen, and you can look in the bookstore for this book, Amen, and it's a good thing to spend your uh, tzedakah, your 10% tzedakah, or your 20% tzedakah, some of it, on a book each week that will help you. You could get the Hasidic Approach to Joy, or What's the Purpose, or Strive for Truth, um, etc. These books are really uh, urgent to transform our life and give your soul peace and connect you to God. So buy a book a week. And there's a book called Amen on the importance of saying the word Amen. Okay, so if you read it, there's all the stories of why Amen makes a huge difference in a person's life. But it's so important and so easy to just say Amen, Selah. It means it is true. You're acknowledging that uh, the blessings are true. They're from God. They're praising God. And you say Amen, and it creates even more wonderful blessings. Okay, um, I know my son's trying to contact me, so here I shall just finish these morning blessings with you, and then um, I will call him. Okay, blessed to you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who sanctified us with his commandments and commandments concerning the words of the Torah. Hashem, our God, make the Jesus of your Torah pleasant in our mouths and in the mouths of your entire people, the house of Israel. And may we, our children and the children of your entire people, the house of Israel, be Nerves of your name and students of your Torah for its own sake. Blessed you, Hashem, who teaches the Torah to his people Israel. Blessed you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who has chosen us from among all the nations and has given us his Torah. Blessed you, Hashem, who gives the Torah. That means that we have to um, do our role in life. Our role in life is to um, familiarize ourselves with the mitzvahs and have fun, joy, coming close to God by doing them. And... Uh, by being a good example and teaching the nations the seven Nohide laws. And Hashem spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his son, saying, Thus she blessed the children of Israel, say to them, Hashem bless you and guard you. Hashem make his countenance shine upon you and be gracious to you. Hashem turn his countenance towards you and grant you peace. And they said my name upon the children of Israel, and I shall bless them. These are the precepts for which no fixed measures prescribed, leaving the crops at the edge of the field for the poor. The gift of the first fruits, the pilgrimage offerings brought when appearing before Hashem on the three festivals. Deeds of kindness and the study of Torah, these are the precepts, the fruits of which man enjoys in this world, while the principal reward remains in the world's come. Honoring one's father and mother, performing deeds of kindness, early attendance at the house, study morning and evening, hospitality to strangers, visiting the sick, dowering the bride, escorting the dead, concentration and prayer, bring peace between man and his fellow man, and between husband and wife, and the study of Torah is equivalent to them all. Okay, then after comes a blessing on the tzitzis. I hope all the Jewish boys and men will be putting on their kippahs today to remind you that Hashem is above you and watching over you, and uh, you could put on a baseball cap also if you don't want to put on the kippah, put on your tzitzis, and hold on to those tzitzis strings when you say your um, shema, and when you think you might be thinking, saying, or doing something that is not to your benefit. You hold on to the tzitzis, and then you acquire all 613 mitzvahs all at once. Um, okay, have a happy, healthy, holy, prosperous, sweet day. Uh, week, month, year, and I'll get back with you 
uh, in an hour or so with the Tehillim for today. There's about 30 for a day. The Book of Tehillim is divided into seven sections. So we do one a day. I think there's uh, up to 29 for um, today. And uh, we could try to do it with the commentary. Okay, so that'll be an hour or so. All right, uh, and then you can like organize while you're listening to the show. I hope you turn on your um, Jewish music today. There's a lot of upbeat Jewish music or uh, Kenny G jazz when you're doing all your uh, preparations um, in the bathroom. It's good to listen to music and it inspires you to also clean up the bathroom when you're listening to music. But try not to listen to the Jewish music in the bathroom. Um, even though you could feel like Kenny G's soul and all the music he plays, um, that he has got very holy Jewish neshama and all the music he plays, and hopefully he's going to start to play a bunch of um, Hasidic tunes soon. Um, still, as it is, he's got all these wonderful albums you can listen to when you're in the bathroom. The, for your preparations there so have happy time cleaning your bathroom and your other rooms organizing and put on some jewish music keep your soul alive alive and happy okay um i love you kinderlach and uh i love you uh children families uh relatives acquaintances friends jewish people righteous people and all the people that hate the Jews, they should just uh, uh, repent and just uh, join the crowd of uh, people serving Hashem. Yeah. Okay. Um, Zach, turn off this uh, computer, please. Thanks, everybody, for um, doing your best. Hi, I'm back, and my son is calling me back in 20 or 30 minutes. But let's do a little bit more of the morning davening. Okay, let's do some Tehillim. Um, we'll do from Ashrei. Let's see, Ashrei, six psalms. Uh, Baal Shem Tov says, aim for five. Okay, happy are those who dwell in your house. They will yet praise you forever. Happy is the people's lot is us. Happy is the people's God is Adonai. Psalm of praise by David. I will exalt you, my God, the King, and bless your name forever. Every day I will bless you and extol your name forever. Adonai is great and exceedingly exalted, and there's no limit to his greatness. One generation to another will all your works and tell of your mighty acts. I speak of the splendor of your glorious majesty and of your wondrous deeds. They will proclaim the might of your awesome acts, and I will recount your greatness. They will express the remembrance of your abounding goodness and sing of your righteousness. I don't know he's gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and of great kindness. I don't know he's good to all and his mercies extend over all his works. I don't know all your works will give thanks to you and your pious ones will bless you. They will declare the glory of your kingdom and tell of your strength to make known to men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Your kingship is a kingship over all worlds and your dominion is throughout all generations. I don't know he supports all who follow and makes erect all who are bent. The eyes of all look expectantly to you and you give them the food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. Adonai is righteous in all his ways and benevolent in all his deeds. Adonai is close to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him, hears the cry and delivers them. Adonai watches all, over all who love him and will destroy all the wicked. By mouth water the praise of Adonai and let all flesh bless his holy name forever. We will bless Adonai from now to eternity. Praise Adonai. 
Praise Adonai, praise Adonai, O my soul, I will sing to Adonai with my soul, I will chant praises to my God with my entire being. Do not place your trust in munificent benefactors and mortal man, for he does not have the ability to bring deliverance. When a spirit departs, he returns to his earth. On that very day, his plans come to naught. Fortune is he whose help is in the God of Yaakov, whose help rests upon Adonai Elhenu. He makes the heavens, the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. He keeps his promise faithfully forever. He renders justice to the press. He gives food to the hungry. Adonai releases those who are bound. Adonai opens the eyes of the blind. Adonai makes erect those who are bowed down. Adonai loves the righteous. Adonai watches over the strangers. He gives strength to the orphan and the widow, and he thwarts away the wicked. Adonai shall reign forever, O God, your Zion. Your God, O Zion, throughout all generations, praise Adonai. Praise Adonai, sing to our God, for he is good, for he is pleasant. Praise befits him. Adonai is a rebuilder of Yerushalayim. He will gather the dispersed of Israel. He heals the broken heart and binds up the wounds. He counts the number of the stars. He gives a name to each of them. Great is our master and abounding in might. His understanding is beyond reckoning. Adonai strengthens the humble. He casts the wicked down to the ground. Lift your voices to Adonai in gratitude. Sing to our God with the heart. He covers the heaven with clouds. He prepares rain for the earth and makes grass grow upon the mountains. He gives to the cattle their food, to the young ravens which cry to him. He does not desire those who place their trust in the strength of the horse, nor does he want those who rely upon the thighs, the swiftness of man. He desires those who fear him, those who long for his kindness. Praise Adonai, your slime, Zion, extol your God. For he has strengthened the bolts of your gates. He has blessed your children in your midst. He has made peace within your borders. He satiates you with the finest of wheat. He sends forth his command to the earth. His word runs most swiftly. He gives snow like fleece. He scatters frost like ashes. He hurls his ice like morsels. Who can withstand his cold? He sends forth his word and melts him. He causes his wind to blow and the waters flow. He tells his words toward Yaakov, his statutes and ordinances to Israel. He has not done so for the other nations. They do not know his ordinances. Praise Hashem. Oh, by the way, I read yesterday... In the Chumash, it says that um, the nations did not want to accept the Torah because it uh, went against certain principles that each uh, nation uh, held was important for them. So, um, as God already knew that, but he offered anyhow, but it's not necessary um, that they keep the 613, like I said, but they should keep their seven. And the seven, again, is to worship the one and only God with no form and no body. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery, which means be loyal to one person. And your other half should be the opposite sex. Um, and you don't have to have a marriage in a court or in um, a church for a loyal, um, intimate relationship with the person it's considered marriage in God's eyes um, if you're loyal to that person but if you break it off with that person then the other your other half has um, the right to break it off within that same day that is for the law of the nations uh, for Jew to um, be considered married um, you have to uh, first follow these laws of Nita um, separate for uh, the period days and a week after that, Tival and a mikvah, and then there's rules in the Shulchan Aruch how to conduct uh, your marriage. But you have to first get married by a rabbi with two witnesses who uh, keep the Sabbath. And if you don't have that, it's not the real thing, it's just the mock marriage. But uh, you can uh, always aim up. You take on a little at a time and do the right thing, and you'll get to it. And Pray for Mashiach, because when Mashiach comes, everything's going to be clear to everybody. And we won't have to bust our brains and hearts trying to figure out 
how to attain everything at once. It's just going to come at once. But now that we could do it um, through our own free will, you get the credit and the, um, the mitzvah and the nachas, the pleasure from trying to do it on your own. Um, this is what gives a person the most pleasure. This is what it says in the Hasidic approach to joy, that when you try to attain something on your own and you aim for the highest and you do your best, this is what brings you happiness. All the other forms of happiness are uh, passing. Um, they get us through, but let's keep aiming up. Okay, um, here we go. Next one. Praise Adonai. Praise Adonai from the heavens. Praise him all in the celestial heights. Praise him all his angels. Praise him all his hosts. Praise him sun and moon. Praise him all the shining stars. Praise him heaven of heavens and the waters that are above the heavens. Let them praise the name of Adonai for he commanded and they were created. He established them forever for all time. He issued a decree and it shall not be transgressed. Praise Adonai from the sea. Um, from the earth, sea monsters and all that dwell in the depths, fire and hail, snow and vapor, stormy wind carrying out his command, the mountains and all hills, fruit-bearing trees and all cedars, the beasts and all cattle, creeping things and winged fowl, kings of the earth and all nations, rulers and all judges of the land, young men as well as maidens, elders together with young lads, let them praise the name of Adonai, for his name is sublimely transcended, it is unto himself, only its radiance is upon the earth and heavens, he shall raise the glory of his people, increase the praise of all his pious ones, the children of Israel, the people close to him, praise Adonai. Praise Adonai, sing to Adonai a new song, recount his praise in the assembly of the pious, Israel rejoice in its making, the in its um, maker, the children of Zion will delight in their king. They will praise his name with dancing. They will sing to him with the drum and harp. For Adonai desires his people. They will adorn the humble with salvation. The pious will exult in glory. They will sing upon their beds. The exaltation of God is in their throat and a double-edged sword in their hand to bring retribution upon the nations, punishment upon the peoples, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with iron fetters to execute upon them a prescribed judgment. It shall be a glory for all his pious ones. Praise Adonai. Rabbi Yosef Mizrahi in his years um, explains how God is just. So because he is just and he loves justice, people that do wrong have to uh, be punished. Um, of course, they can quickly do uh, teshuva. It can ward off uh, some of the punishment, but they have to meet their tikkun, their correction. Um, when a person is about to do something wrong, if they think, hey, it takes one second to say the wrong thing, one second to do the wrong thing, but it takes a lifetime to try to make up for what we did wrong, that it could stop a person from doing the wrong. It's a trick of the Yetzirah to let a person think um, that, well, he can. that's his job. He tries to convince a person to think that it's funner to go against the will of Hashem, or it's not necessary, that the Torah is like boring and unnecessary and frustrating, and these are all lies, but uh, he's trying to get a person away from their godly spirit, so um, that's his job, so the the transformation in life that we want to make uh, to be with God, we have to uh, focus on the higher and um, I was reading about how Tzadikim pass away from this past week's Parsha, or this coming week's Parsha, Kukas, um, saying that Aaron died with a kiss from Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu died the same way. Um, they were not permitted to go to the land of Israel because of hitting the rock instead of speaking to it. 
they've kind of felt forced to hit it because um, the people were, you know, screaming to hit the rock. They became nervous. They uh, are upset, and they just wanted to please the people fast. Uh, so they hit the rock instead of speaking, but uh, it uh, meant that they couldn't go into the land of Israel. In any case, um, Aaron uh, was to be uh, um, re replaced now by his uh, son, um, Elazar, and he, Elazar, was dressed in Aaron's garments, and then Aaron uh, died with a kiss from Hashem, and Hashem told Moses that he will die in the same type of way. Um, in any case, the commentary in Rashi was saying that uh, for a tzaddik, it's nothing. It's like taking a, a piece of hair out of a glass of milk, you know, the smooth sailing. Uh, tzaddik is in the spiritual world in this world, and so when he goes off into the next world, it's just like uh, a trip from this world to the next world, a fun trip, okay? Get to see more adventures. Um, but for somebody that's attached to the physical too much, well, it's like pulling uh, cotton out of a thorn bush or wool out of a thorn bush. Okay, I'm going to get back with you because um, my son is calling me back. So I'm going to uh, take this call. Uh, Zachary, how do I shut off this computer? Ha, 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 ha.